All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Way Sauce. What are you scared of something? Way Sauce is the acronym. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love it. For those of you that that did not pass high school, just letting you remind you. Letting you remind you. (laughs) Letting you remind you. Apparently, I didn't either. (laughs) Yeah. And scene. Scene. Uh, So my back is absolutely... Absolutely killing me today. So that's fun. He's David Wright. Yeah. Brendan's got tattoos all on this, just this one just side. side. Yeah. Got them on my legs. Bell's palsy, just one side. Yeah. It's just going to town. <laughs> so today's movie for episode number eight. Wow, we're coming along here. Is um Oh. Wait a minute. Yeah. This is the same. As above, so below. Whoa. Didn't see that coming. He did didn't. You? He didn't. I didn't. You didn't. He didn't. I didn't. I didn't. So, um, this movie. Shit. When did this come out? Do you know? We don't do research. 2014. Wow, that's a pretty old really? movie. Yeah. Damn. Really? <laughs> that looks good. <laughs> so, this movie came out in 2014. Oh, it has a 39 on Metascore. Ooh. I feel like, didn't we talk about that? That other movies that we like, the ones that we reviewed, are, have crap ratings. What is that? That's out of 100? Yeah. Jesus. That's really bad. Really that's bad. a good movie. Yeah, it's not UK. bad. Phil Skarsgård or whatever his Phil? name is. <laughs> whatever his name Bill. is. Bill. Phil Skarsgård. <laughs> Phil Skarsgård. So this movie came out in 2014, directed by John Eric Dowd. Dowdle? Dowdle? No. D-O-W-D-L-E. How would you pronounce that? Oh, there it goes. There, there it is. Tim- Timothy Chamelay. Where? John Eric Dowdle. 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 You're going to dabble and dowdle. Dowdle do. So this movie is Bartle do. Uh, <laughs> Brendan and I have uh, seen this movie quite a bit. It's probably like my third or fourth time seeing it. Um, and uh, <laughs> fudge, I forgot my water. You got coffee. All right, I'll keep the people entertained. Uh, I think I've seen this one like five or six times. Oh, it's in the car. Wow, he's going a long way. All right. Well, I think I've seen this movie about five or six times. Yeah, you didn't close the door. Yeah, you didn't close the door. (laughs) Uh, Five or six times. Each time just gets better and better. Uh, I don't know if that's true, but it's a a pretty decent movie. I like it. You know, it's it's got its uh, jump scares and... Evil stuff going on. Another movie about uh, dealing with your traumas. You know, that's a very common theme in horror movies: dealing with your traumas. Like, for example, Sam had to deal with the trauma of there he is, of not of forgetting his water in my water bottle. How am I going to deal with that? Now it's warm. And there's it a is lot warm. Of trauma going on. Ah! <laughs> that's how you're supposed to deal with it. So, um, hopefully Brennan was keeping y'all entertained. In, uh, in As Above, So Below, there would just be a giant water bottle that pops up. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) This is like when I was a kid. And I forgot it in the car. What, are you kidding me? (laughs) And Sebastian Maniscalco said, what's with the water bottle? What's with the water bottle? You kidding me? A fucking water bottle? $2,000 to get into Disney? (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. I'm a millionaire. And still... They can't even ride half the rides. Can I get a discount or something? (laughs) Goodness. I said to my dad, Dad, you believe this? What? (laughs) 
What the fuck are they doing in there? <laughs> Some crazy sounds. All right, so 2014, directed by uh, Diddler. Diddler. Daddler. 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 Diddler the Daddler. So um, this is a found footage type film. If you've ever seen the Blair Witch Project, it looks just... Which I have. Which he has. Um, have you seen it? No, remember that one time we were going to play it, and um, <laughs> your face, you go, <laughs> we were gonna, I had a burp coming out at the same time. <laughs> we were going to watch this movie, and like immediately, I just got, like, I just felt weird, had like this anxiety come over me where I was like, oh, I can't watch it, because it was just like, they started, she's like moving, we're in the woods, and I'm actually, like, what the fuck? Actually, I don't think I saw the original one. I think I've only seen the newest one. Oh, there's a new one? No, the well, the first one's in 99, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I've seen the one in uh, <laughs> 1889. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what a time. Uh. Um, so this is a found footage movie. So it's basically, it's like me and you went out to the catacombs and, and filmed it with shaky cam. Yeah, hey, hey, it's way sauce in the catacombs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Hey, guys, I'm Corey. Subscribe. We're in the catacombs tonight. Yeah. Ooh, it changes color. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so these movies, uh, I don't know how. I mean, I feel like every <laughs> person would be uh, receptive in a different way to this. Uh, it's kind of like a merry-go-round. Like, just bleep, bleep. maybe it's like a merry-go-round. I don't know. But it's like that type of feeling where, um, I don't know. This one's, I didn't really get that. At some points, you feel uneasy. You got a nice pimple right there, oh, yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they screaming at me. Um, Brendan's like, yeah, put you there. Fucking up. Merry go round. Merry go round. Yeah, yeah. Merry go round. Merry go round. All right. Um, so the movie starts Wait, out. You don't feel uneasy, is what you're saying? Is that what you said? As much as the Blair Witch Project, and I watched that for two minutes. I feel uneasy when they go like when it starts getting towards the end. Well, yeah, obviously. That's creepy. But, like, even when he's, like, that one character's going through the that really scary part, and he's like, I can't make it, and they're, like, throwing the camera back, pretty much, like, back and forth. Oh, like when he gets stuck, kind of? Yeah. I don't feel, like, scary uneasy, but I feel like, like, oh, my God, if I was stuck in that, what did you just give me, like, a <laughs> dirty look? Because your leg was, like, right nearby. You just gave me such a dirty look. No, I looked. <laughs> as, in, as in sexual. Like shit! Look at your leg. Oh, as it's oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's because we're wearing shorts. I think it's the first podcast we're wearing shorts. Our legs, our leg hair is just interlocked. <laughs> your stupid tattoo just it, it, it hit his beak at me. Um, yeah, that part is definitely uneasy. Yeah, because you put yourself in that situation. I feel more like like oh damn, like like if I'm watching a video and someone's like walking on the edge of a cliff or some shit, like. And I'm like, <gasps> like that's the way I was feeling when I saw that. Or when those people go into like the really like shallow caves or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like video you showed me today. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just feel like, oh my god, like I'd start freaking out, but not because I think there's a ghost behind me or a <laughs> demon. Oh yeah. Or I'm in hell. Oh, so that's interesting because this has both. It's like really small places and <laughs> there's freaks in here. Yeah, yeah. And you don't know it's like the that's why I like the. Uh, exploration aspect of it mm. it's like a national treasure but haunted <laughs> yeah nick cage <laughs> nicholas cage just pops out <laughs> he also just played uh renfield in the the new movie renfield he's a character in dracula so he's already going down the horror aspect he'll oh, do yeah. anything oh yeah, yeah 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 you're right he's that uh he's that vampire sure is i was thinking he was the whale but that's brendan fraser or brendan cashman <laughs> <laughs> nah he's good now <laughs> 
was. All right. So the main the <clears throat> the movie starts out with our main character Scarlet, who is. <laughs> uh, She's in Iran. <laughs> is that where? Okay, so it starts off with the main character and another man running around this underground place. So it's like one of those movies where it starts out with something, you know, crazy right off uh, the bat. right off the bat. And um, yeah, so you said they were in Iran. I I, uh, I knew it was like the Middle East. I think at one point they mentioned Iran or something. But like a bunch of shenanigans is going on, and uh, they find like this weird writing. And then all of a sudden she sees a man hanging. And you're like, oh, my God, what's going on? Yeah. Um, and then they get caved in. And then there's like some air raid shit outside. Yeah. I didn't like that part. I didn't like that part when you see the hanging guy. Because it makes the movie a little confusing because it's like, wait, we're starting off with a haunted place already. But then they don't even end up there. Yeah, and he's not even really there, too. Yeah, so... It, There's two moments where her dad is hanging in front of her in a cave, and he's not really there. Yeah, I don't mind the, the you know, the towards the end, because they it, the catacombs are, like, haunted or or as above, so below. And it, you don't get out until you're, like, you embrace what happened. But, but like, what, what the hell is... He's, he's, a, he's in Iran as well? I didn't like that. He didn't like that. And there's a war going on. 39 out of 100 on that score. And there's a war going on outside. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't really understand the significance of that. I think I think it's they were trying to just like show us like, oh, she's an explorer and an adventurer. But then they throw in this random guy hanging and you're like, what the fuck? And then uh, because when the first time I saw it, I was like, is that a like a prisoner of war? Like, who is that guy? Yeah, but why is he white in like a suit? Yeah, because there's no explanation. Right. Like, 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 oh, uh. By the way, your your father passed away or something. She looks at the camera. It's my dad. So <laughs> <laughs> anybody who's confused. All right, back to the movie. But you almost like want them to say that because you're like, all right, what the hell is this? Yeah, exactly. There, I, it does annoy me in movies where it's just like so confusing. Like in Lamb, even when like we see that that the Lamb has human <laughs> legs, you're like, sorry if you haven't seen it. Spoiler alert. Um, you're just like, and they kind of just go along with it. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. What are y'all doing? No one bats an eye there. <laughs> I always want, it's like you almost want somebody in the movie like I just said to just be like okay so this this is what's happening and they just, <laughs> so he has legs and blah 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 and you're like oh okay everybody's in the theater oh, yeah okay, okay. Yeah, yeah Janine did you hear yeah okay well why don't you get off your fucking phone okay <laughs> Jesus it's always Janine too and Bailey yeah. and Bailey oh my god shout out Bailey Thompson just, we're gonna roast him from now on <laughs> the light is in the, in the dark theater oh my god dude what are you doing there's so many movies that I could name that he's done that with. It's fucking crazy. Or just straight up talked with him and Jesse. Oh my god, you guys knew. I who remember you are. there was there was one movie we were watching. We and, watched Midsummer, but it, there was one where like I was in theaters with him and I just see him the whole time like looking at his phone and then uh, something crazy happens and he goes, "What? What happened?" And I go. I'm not going to sit here and explain <laughs> it to you. First off, you no one wants to hear me talk. Yeah, you don't want to talk. <laughs> Second off, watch it. Put your peepers to the screen. <laughs> um, so then we realize that the guy, the guy says her dad was crazy. They wind up dead. Mm-hmm. They all wind up dead. And you're like, oh, I yeah, don't know he what's was, going on. He, was, he goes like, oh, uh, you remind me so much of your father. But don't forget, your father was driven to insanity. Yeah. She's like, shut up. Shut I'm going in that up. cave. Whether you like it or not. Yeah, you son of a bitch. And that's like, <laughs> that's uh, definitely a character trait of Scarlet that we see. It's just like, 
you, no one's going to stop her from what she wants to achieve. Um, so the next scene after that, so it starts off crazy. And then we see Scarlett being interviewed um, by a documentary guy. And she discusses like her really impressive life. She speaks multiple languages. She's a black, black belt in Krav Maga. And how her dad, I wrote ho, but I meant to write how. <laughs> and how her dad, <laughs> her dad taught her about, uh, maybe, uh, about the Philosopher's Stone, right? That's what it's called? Yep, that's exactly That leads to eternal life. Again, we hear about her dad being mentally unstable by the interviewer. He, like, mentions that. And she's like, thanks for mentioning that. I really like thinking oh, about God. my mentally unstable father. She doesn't say that, but you can kind of see it on her face. Doesn't she also have, like, three degrees or something crazy? She says Three like, degrees? She's freezing? Yeah, she's three <laughs> degrees all the time. She's cold-blooded. Scarlett, you all right? <laughs> she's an iguana. She falls out of trees when she gets too cold. <laughs> you were telling me that at the bar. <laughs> Did you know in Florida, dude? Like, there's iguanas that fall out of the tree. And they just fall, and people are like, whoa. Whoa, dude. Hey, Kyle. Hey. Oh, also, we forgot to mention uh, when she was in the Iran, uh, and she's Iraning from- Iran to Iraq <laughs> to get some turkey. <laughs> that was good. I was Russian to Iran to get some turkey. Um, we forgot to mention also she, like, finds some, like, bull that has, like, carvings on it. That, that I think help her. By the way, sorry, by the way, there are like, what's good about like our dynamic is that Brendan is watching the movie the whole time. His, like, I have pages of notes because I write every scene. He has like six, which is great because as you <laughs> can tell, he's talking about some bull. I don't know if I can remember. <laughs> not bullshit. I'm talking about <laughs> some real stuff. They, uh, remember they find that bull, they have carvings, it has carvings all over it and she takes pictures of it. And I think it, it has a significance no. to the Philosopher's Stone. Okay. Um, cause it has like stuff written on it, but she can't translate it because she ain't know that language. She got a lot of le- degrees, but she ain't know that language. So I think she said, yeah, three or something languages. Um, so yeah, she's being interviewed and we're like, okay, this is going to be the main character. Um, and she looks like she's an explorer and wants to, wants to do some good stuff. Um, her dad died and she just wants to, I don't know. We'll figure it out. What does the cameraman um, even say to her? I don't know. I think he's just like, I honestly, he might've been like, your, uh, your dad was pretty unstable, huh? Who like, and he's already dead by suicide. So, <laughs> which is crazy. So then hmm. that's yeah, Jeff. He was. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> Wasn't your ex-wife a whore? That's what I would have said. <laughs> I don't know. Um, um, but like that part should have came before. She went to Iran, even though I guess that's not how the story happened, because that would have helped us maybe infer that, like, oh, maybe that hanging guy was uh, was an imagination of her, like, traumas coming out or some shit, you know? Like, uh, yeah. Instead, we just see this guy in the white coat just hanging there. You're like, huh. It's so out of place. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. You're like, she's, like, walking. Whoa. And you hear sirens in the background. Wild like, scene. And it's like, huh, there's also a guy hanging from there. That's interesting. Hope she gets out of there alive. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, so then we see Scarlett meet her friend, George. Um, and I remember this guy from a show called uh, Superstore. Really funny show. He's in that. Um, but that came after he was in this movie. Um, so he's he's a looking guy. George is the guy in the clock. The clock? The clock. Oh, he's, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. the one that, like, has to, like, he's the, he's like, like fixing this, an old clock. Or yeah, he's, like, the second main guy in the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, George. Georgie boy. George of the jungle. Um, what is he doing? Did he even have permission to be up there? You know there? what's funny? <laughs> is that, like, it's, because to me, this movie, and I mean, it's hard not to feel this way because it's, like, it's a, it's a found, it's, 
not like found footage. I don't even know what that really means. But it's like shaky cam. It's it's you know mm. uh, first person, person POV yeah. or whatever um, it is. It just feels rushed, and you're just like you go from scene to scene to scene, and it's just like him fixing the clock, and she's like, you need to decipher this, blah blah blah. Oh, they know each other, and it's just yeah, like, yeah. hold on, what, what? And I'm like trying to write this all down, yeah. and it's it. To me, it seems uh, fast paced. The only the only thing I was... yeah, he's fixing a clock or something. Is he like doing this freelance. Yeah, or... I don't know. That did was the, so weird. Did the Turkish government say exactly uh, you got to do this? And like he's like, oh, are you guys ready to hear this this clock go off for the first time in two thousand years? They're like, yeah. <laughs> the last one to do it was Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, George. Um... <laughs> Hooray! Hooray, George! Dave All of Hooray! Turkey. Bow down to me. Where's my turkey? <laughs> um, so yeah, he. Uh, so they start talking. That you see that Scarlett and George know each other, um, and he says to the interviewer that he ended up in a Turkish prison the last time he was with Scarlett. He's like, yeah, don't hang around to her too long. I ended up in a Turkish prison. Yeah, he almost doesn't want to be around her whatsoever. Actually, even though she seems like a cool person, and she's very ambitious, but she. She's we, too ambitious. We find out that like her ambitions kind of make her a little bit selfish in a way. Yeah. She drags everybody along on her adventures, even though they're like, eh, you know what? I'm not really feeling this. Me, personally, I kind of found her annoying because she's just like, there are people that it's like, don't take no for an answer. Yeah, but yeah. she is just like, ring. Mm-hmm. Like, she won't stop. So, like, I wrote down, like, you could tell that she's uh, daring and, and won't stop. Um, I feel like she would, like, leave me behind if I was just like, I, I she I, wouldn't I, give a fuck. I, if you were her brother of 20 years. Yeah. I'd be like, I, I can't do this. I mean, there's freaking, we're in hell right now. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> did you, did you forget that part? Did you forget that we're in hell at, uh, at this part in the movie? Oh, right. But we gotta keep going. <laughs> I gotta find a stone. I gotta find the stone my dad was telling me about. You know what's funny is that, like, so we know that it leads to eternal life. I don't think she cares about that part. She cares because it has to do with her dad, probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's similar to, that's why I wrote a lot of this is similar to National Treasure because it's like the explorer, adventurous aspect to it because, like, he does it to keep, <laughs> he, he does it to keep the, the Gates name, like, um, from being tarnished or something like that. Mm. Okay, he doesn't yeah. really care about the money more, per se, mm. which is, I guess, like a little more moral and wholesome. Um, but you're going to take it anyway. Um, I've seen that movie in so long, oh, but it's so a good, good one. It's just such a classic. That and uh, I like Da Vinci Code a lot, too. That's a good one. With Tom Hanks? Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen that? No, I haven't seen that they're, one. Those are really good, too. Mm. They're They're kind of similar, where it's like these scripted codes and shit mm. everywhere and shit i was actually at the uh in italy i was at one of the fountains so that one of the bad guys gets thrown in or something oh shit yeah that's the bad guy wow <laughs> they kept him here drowning his ass <laughs> he just sticks his head out of the water hey guys <laughs> how's it going um so uh yeah so she needs george to translate a stone because her dad thinks that there's a code in the stone. So this is probably how they became friends, because he can translate certain weird languages, even though she, you know, can already speak like a few languages. Yeah. We see Scarlett and George discussing the contents of the stone, and that's when they realize that they need to go to the catacombs. So, like, I feel like it just goes, like, quick. Oh, yeah, because then (laughs) all of a sudden they're like, wait. But the eagle above the land equals this, and then these coordinates of that. Of the Slurpee. That. <laughs> Catacombs. That's what it is. You're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy filming is like, what about me? <laughs> I always, I'm the only one. <laughs> I always just end up filming. <laughs> I never get any action. Um, so they realize they got to go to the catacombs. The next scene is them two looking over this huge map of the catacombs. 
because um, I don't think there's a GPS of the uh, of the catacombs, uh, and they're trying to figure out a way to navigate it to find this uh, illustrious philosopher's stone. Um, next scene is Scarlet and Benji, who is the name of the cameraman that we learn his name, taking a tour of the beginning of the catacombs. So, like where most normal people go, they do a little tour. I wouldn't even do that, to be honest. You probably would. Oh, I would. 100%. Um, I just, I just, I can't. I just know that it like I w- I wouldn't even when we were going on vacation. The only ones that wouldn't go parasailing, maybe my aunt, but it was just me and my dad. Like we don't do that type of stuff. I don't underground or above. As a, as above, so below. <laughs> That's the time. I don't know if I could do parasailing. There, like I'm kind of in the middle. Like there are some things that I'll be like, yeah, let's do it. And then there's some things where I'm just like. Anything in the air, I am. It's the ninety percent chance I'm not going to do it. Well, it's like I'd rather jump out of a plane with a parachute than parasail because parasailing, you're like, you're just you're holding on, you're dangling your feet, and there's like a little like I don't want to string, one. and you're above the ocean, <laughs> you fall, you're dead. Yeah, I don't want to do it either one. I don't think. Okay, um, so would you go into a cave, like like a tour, a guided tour in a cave? I probably not. I've I've done that. That's it's sick. Uh, me and my mom were upstate. And we did one. You crazy. know what's funny is when we were in Amsterdam, I st- I got weirded out when we went into the dungeon. Oh, uh, with with those actors. That yeah, thing. yeah <laughs> and they yeah. roasted Bailey. <laughs> that was the best. Um, Shout out Bailey again. Shout out Bales. Um, <laughs> I think I kept screaming, "Burn the witch!" <laughs> um, or was he in court? Well, he was in court, and the guy was saying, where are you from? New York. And they were like, boo, yeah, or something yeah, like that, because we were American. Nuts. And then they brought Chris up on stage. And they oh, were the like, two best They made him bend over it. and stuff. <laughs> I don't remember that part. They, like, made him get out of the chair, and they were like, so these were, like, some of the torture devices they used to use. And, like, they made Chris get up and, like, bend over. <laughs> and I was like, get him. <laughs> Screw with him. Um, so even being in that, like, kind of weirded me out. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not. And I'm not really, like, maybe it's, like, some sort of claustrophobia, but who knows. So, um, yeah, we see Scarlet, like, have no fear about going deep into the catacombs. Like, it's just wild to me. Like, she's already, when she's taking the tour, she's like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to just go all the way in. Yeah. Um, And then what a really cool part is, like, another supernatural part. Um, So, like, we can kind of say supernatural was with her dad, you know, hanging in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Then we see the guy on the rock. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we see this guy on the rock, and he's just like... Yeah, you got to talk to this guy if you want to get it deep into the catacombs because you can't just go in, you know. Um, a few seconds later, the guy's gone. You're like, mm-hmm, okay. Go, okay, thanks. And then they turn around, they look back, and he's gone. But then it's so funny. And then, like, there's, like, the next scene. They don't go, where's the Frank? Where's that guy Frank? Yeah. So the only thing that I could assume is that he actually was friends with that guy, and they lost him in the caves or something, and then he died. And then he's, like, a... That's because that's because why? Yeah, because why else would he know exactly the guy? <laughs> this is his daily routine. He's waiting for people to go in. He sits on the thing. You got to talk to uh, oh, what's the guy's name? Um, Zed. You got to talk to Papillon. Oh, Papillon. oh, thanks. <laughs> runs away. Oh, All right. Did my deep every day. He's like, God, I hope someone asks about how to get deeper into these catacombs. <laughs> I've lost fifty pounds running back and forth all damn day. Every tour that comes in. Um. So, yeah, that guy, you're just like, okay, this guy's gone. So, yeah, it maybe will symbolize, That's like, what, a spirit. Because also with uh, Pap- Papillon, um, Papillon, like, I feel like uh, he kind of has that little bit of, uh, what's the girl's name? Scarlet. Scarlet's thing where he's just, like, an adventurer. Because they left that one guy in there, too, which we eventually come across. And then I'm going to assume that maybe this guy died 
with them as well. So he might not be the best tour guide and like that he claims to Wait be. Wait a minute. Say that again? You don't think that guy's real? No, I think he's a ghost. Papillon? No, 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 not Papillon. Oh, the, the, the man on the, the thing. The man on the rock. And, oh. then, and then the guy that they eventually meet like later on. And he has like the goggles on top of his You think bed. it's the same guy? No. You think they <laughs> have two people? What? I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I'm saying that I don't think Papillon is that great of a tour guide oh. or maybe even a friend. And he also maybe has that ambitious thing that, what's her name again? Scarlet. Scar- Stop whipping yourself. Scarlet. Uh, Bad boy. <laughs> Has that same like thing that Scarlet has, where he's he's just gonna keep going because that guy that was sitting on the rock, I think, used to be their friend, but died on a on them on an excursion through mm-hmm. the catacombs, and then also we come across the other guy yeah. that we meet later on in the movie right. who they left mm. behind, and he even says like like you never even came to look for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd probably react the same way. Yeah, you son of a bitch. Um, so okay. That's what I was getting at. Gotcha. Go into so then they go into a nightclub to find this fella uh, that will take him deep into the catacombs. That the old. mysterious guy said, um, and then like a weird girl, all in white with like black makeup, walks past them, and like the camera just goes on them, and then you're like, "Well, she's significant somehow," and that, you're like, "That's out of place too." Maybe I think it's because, well, think of it as being be in the shoes of the cameraman mm-hmm. sees a weird person, he's going to turn quick. Yeah, I, I guess, but, but like, it does seem a little random because it's because I mean we see her later, but also she like doesn't do anything to them or or anything. We see her later. If you I remember, think it just shows like that. <laughs> the that weird calling witch, that weird witch people also go clubbing. <laughs> <laughs> they do their seances and also go to the club. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. I don't know. Yeah, the, the beginning of this movie, it's kind of just it's all over the place. Because it's not like they go into the catacombs and she's like, "You've arrived." <laughs> <laughs> also, I was in Club Med. <laughs> that DJ was something, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you've arrived. How'd you like see Mauricio? <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't play Disturbia, my favorite Rihanna song. He didn't play Disturbia or Party in the USA for the fifth time, so or Pitbull, or I threw low, a fucking tomato in his fat fucking head. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then we see this weird girl walk by, and you're like, hmm, okay, so that was kind of weird. Um, and then they just continue into the club, um, and I don't know. You're like, hmm, was that girl like? really there or something is she on drugs yeah, yeah like who is this girl like there's so many theories of like all i don't know the, the entire movie at this point because if i was the cameraman and i saw a girl like that walk out of the club i'd be like damn what is she on holy shit yeah what's going on here because <laughs> they're in a nightclub like they also drugs, are in france drugs are so relevant in a nightclub you know this girl walks out not blinking just staring at me maybe because she's like why is there a, ca- a guy with a camera here why am I all in white? How did he even get the camera into the nightclub? They don't let me even bring a photographer into half the nightclubs I DJ at. They always give me a hard time. Yeah. Hip-hop. <laughs> but I want to play some EDM. Hip-hop. Hip-hop. <laughs> um, Groceries. <laughs> <laughs> so how, why do you think you're uh, eligible for this job? Groceries. <laughs> That is so. <laughs> that is so dumb. Do you have any background experience? Groceries. <laughs> and you're hired. Groceries. <laughs> That's that is so good. <laughs> I remember one. that. <laughs> 
Lois is slept on too. She's funny. Oh my She's lucky funny. That's like Francine in American Dad is so goddamn yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she is hilarious. <laughs> now um, the Marines, those are the ones you had to fuck. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. So they go to this guy Papillon, and of course he's like, he's cor- he's like sort of towards the side of the bar or the club and there's like loud music and there's like people around him and you could just tell he thinks he's the shit. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's like yeah, the yeah. way he's talking. He's like, he can't go in the catacombs without me. <laughs> or it's just like, what do you think I am a tour guide? <laughs> <laughs> Where's my croissant? <laughs> what do you think I am a tour guide? Do I look like a tour guide is what, uh, what's her face? Uh, uh, do I look like a tourist is what, do I sound like a motherfucking slave? <laughs> <laughs> what's her name again? Scarlet. Scarlet Joanne. Do you know what that's from? Django. Uh, yeah, Django. Yeah, yeah. Do I sound like a motherfucking slave? <laughs> um, no, you don't. Um, so then, yeah, they're talking to him. We believe there's a big treasure behind this part of the catacombs. You're like, yeah? <laughs> Kiss my ass, you American. <laughs> Groceries. <laughs> Kiss my ass. All you do is start wars. And I don't know what that has to do with anything, but... Um, so, yeah, and they're like, can you take us in the catacombs? And he says, yeah, all that stuff. And then she persuades him to go to a secret tunnel that's designed to be invisible, Plus, he has. She's like, you can. Ha- this is where I was talking about before. Like, she doesn't really care about the treasure because she's like, you I don't fucking care. You can take it. I don't want it. Yeah, That's yeah, not yeah, what yeah. I'm here for. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hmm, money. You say we take fifty percent when we find this treasure. No, Papillon, take ninety. <laughs> she's stupid girl. Oh yeah, yeah. She, she said something like, you can take the whole thing, and then uh, George is it? Yeah. He goes ah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like. If I'm going to go into this insane cave with you and maybe not come out alive, maybe I'll take some of the treasure. Maybe not all of it. <laughs> That's such a, like, a guy response. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, yeah, so you can tell, like, she doesn't care about money. So then the next scene is, like, them in the van. And um, to me, I wrote down the movie seems rushed at this point. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're, it's the next day during the day, and they're in Papillon's truck and his crew. Benji starts to ask them about what dangers could be down there. Um, there's like some comedic parts in this because like one di- one guy starts doing like a Robert De Niro impression. Yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they start like beatboxing, mm-hmm. and it's just like okay, yeah, it's common light before the storm. Yeah, because oh, this yeah, is like time. the only like kind of like funny part about it. Um, but Benji's asking them about certain things, and they're like, ah, oh, let's not talk about that. Yeah. So you already know like this is a bad thing to do. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing that Scarlet, this one girl, gets everybody to go along with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh... which is funny because it's like, come along with this, so I could. I don't know, make sense of my dad's death or something like that. Yeah, which is selfish. That's, exactly. It's, it's it's very low-key selfish, even though she seems like a cool girl, and it's kind of like um, all like all in good, not in good fun, but like she means well by it, but she just, she she, she gets blinded by like oh, what every, she wants. Yeah. Just what she wants. But she gets them to do it, like she tempts them with the treasure. Yeah. The possibility of a mm-hmm. treasure. It's literally, it's similar to National Treasure, because Riley is kind of like George, where he's like, uh, Nicholas Cage or Ben uses Riley for like the to the tech stuff and mm. to like break in and like oh, yeah, yeah, all yeah. that stuff. She uses George to like translate it, and now she's using other people. Yeah. And they're like, they're they're Riley's kind of like comedic Riley relief. Hates, hates it too, right? Like the whole time he's kind of like, ah, yeah, like <laughs> you can't steal yeah, the Declaration yeah. of Independence. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> um, Watch me do it. The funniest line in that movie. He's like, uh. Do you know what the preservation room is for? And he goes, delicious jams and jellies. <laughs> <laughs> Reserves. Um, so then there's like a group of six of them that go into the catacombs. And like already I feel claustrophobic. Um, 
And then out of nowhere, like you see the camera go this way and you just see a policeman within like two seconds just like tackle him. Uh, who do they tackle? Papillon. It yeah. was so loud. It made it like really scary. And you kind of hear him coming and see him from a distance, like just this man sprinting. And it makes it scary with the one camera angle. Yeah. Because you just hear... And then he just like tackles him. You're like, what the hell? But obviously you're not allowed in this area that they're supposed to be in. So the police... One guy, them. of course. Yeah. So it's just like, all right. It's not a group of police. Right. So they're going to just get away easily. Um, and then Papillon has smoke grenades. Was he in the war? Yeah. What the? He's like, smoke grenades. Here you go. <laughs> He's prepared Try to find for us it. now, you stupid police. <laughs> well, there are people in when, so uh, the episode of Sam and Colby, uh, it's a hard uh, YouTube channel, and uh, they go to the catacombs, but they go in Ukraine, mm. and like they like they pay a guy to take them into the um, into the cave. At one point, the guy goes, "You know, if I just left, you wouldn't know how to get out of here, and you would die, right?" Jesus, isn't that? Cr- you should watch that episode. It's it's like it's crazy. But apparently, these are bigger than the Paris catacombs, which is what they're in in, in our movie here. Ukrainian catacombs. Yeah. Was did they? Well, I I'm they mis- went I think well, like right before the war. Well, were the catacombs made for for the bubonic plague? because they were running out of space to bury people, so they put them underground. It's possible. I know nothing I think, about it. I think that's maybe what it is. Well, that's why there's, like, so many skulls. I mean, all of Europe, like, suffered from it, so it makes sense there's some in Ukraine. You're telling me that they built that just to put, like, all the... But why would they build a whole tunnel? Maybe people expanded over over the years. I think it was something to do with World War II. Maybe it's a combination of things. I don't know. Or maybe they started it because of the bubonic plague, and then they added to it during World War that damn song. Maybe. Um, okay. I, feel, I feel like it might be because they didn't want to keep the bodies on the street. I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> um, so we then learned that George's little brother drowned in a cave. Um, maybe that's why he was like so hesitant to go before. Yeah, uh, so he's kind of like uh, scared of caves and shit. Mm-hmm. Or, But do you think he's doing this because like, I don't, uh, I don't know how much... I don't care. It's the hottest girl in the world. I ain't going down there. I mean, like, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure that they, I guess they love each other. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Probably later in the movie. Cause yeah. he was at the end. He's like, this is the best time yeah. of my life or something like that. Yeah, so he said, actually that time, but they think they're going to die. And they're like, actually that time in Turkey was the best time of my life. She's like, boo. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> they don't kiss. Though. They don't kiss. They they're don't. like lame. <laughs> hey guys. Uh, don't forget we're in hell right now. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, late 18th century, when major public health problems tied to the city's cemeteries led to a decision to transfer their contents to an underground site. That's it. So then we see Scarlet talking calmly and like thanking George to try uh, to like, calm him down and show how like affectionate she's and how like appreciative she is. She's like, Thank you for coming on this. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. But that's still selfish, I think, or just like a weird thing to do. But he's still like, yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. whatever yeah. Bitch. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Like, it's, oh my God. But in her mind, it's like, you better fucking come with me. You better get on this. But not leave me. You're the only one that knows this damn language. <laughs> so then, um, there's so much graffiti on the walls. Um, and then, really early on, we see, like, this weird cult of, like, these naked women. And they're, like, these weird they're red white. lights. They they're, have, like, white powder all over their face with, like, red stuff, too. I wonder if people, like, went into this movie thinking it's just, like, an adventure movie or something. And they're like, what the fuck is that? Maybe, yeah. Could be. But it's interesting because you're like, it makes sense that like a cult would go in there because it's like so secretive. Yeah. And you, but they're not really that far in yeah. because like they probably like, 
have to go get dinner and <laughs> things like that afterwards. <laughs> They're not actually looking for the uh, what is the the stone? The philosopher's stone. Philosopher's stone. Yeah. Um, so then this one girl is the girl that we see at the club in white, and you're like, oh, okay, that makes she sense. She looks. She looks at the camera. But then that's it. We never see her again. Yep. That's it. Just a random character. Yeah. I. I guess it's just. To add like creepiness to the movie, I guess, or to just be like, "Oh, the the catacombs are always calling." Also, go, to going back to maybe people thinking where it was just an adventure movie. Also, the uh, the the poster that was put out is just the Eiffel Tower, like up and then upside down as well. Yeah, isn't there like skulls around it? Maybe, yeah. I feel like it's red. So, yeah, it's it's all red, and then it's there's deceiving. the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> it's like well, hereditary coming attractions deceiving. Well, we know it's a horror. We know it's a horror movie, but yeah, with this one, you could be like, "Midsummer's beautiful daylight." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, which makes it more horrifying. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, and I don't even know if I mean you could watch that movie the first time and be like, "Oh, that's a weird girl," and you'd be like, "You might have forgotten that that's like how are you supposed to know that that's a girl?" We see her for literally two seconds. Yeah. One second at the club, one second here, and she looks at the camera both times. I'm pretty sure. She's like, Whoosh. and they're all singing. Wait a minute. I saw him at the club. Got him. <gasps> Throw stones at him. Um, so, yeah, there's a weird cult. And, stones. and then Papillon goes, there's always weird stuff down here. I'm not good at French uh, accents. Um, there's always weird stuff going on down here. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, honestly, I don't even know if I knew that that was, that was her. Um, so then we see Papillon arguing with Scarlet about which route to take. Um, they go with him because he's more experienced, and they're kind of like arguing back and forth. Um, he's like, you can't go that way. There's horrible things that way. <laughs> um, and they're like, we lost a friend a couple of years ago. Like, we came in here, and, like, he never came back. We lost him. Yeah. Does, doesn't he also say, like, uh, I, I, I've uh, I've traveled everywhere in, in, in the catacombs. You think that map tells you I'm where, the best. where there is water and where, uh, where the caves have, have plugged in? No, it is on me. But they, um, it's an argument because uh, Scarlet's like, this is way quicker. Yeah. And he's like, no, I've been down there. It's crazy shit. Yeah. And she's still like, yeah. eh, whatever. I don't believe you. Yeah, I don't <laughs> care. You know, I got to avenge my dad's death or whatever the hell she's gone there for. Um, so then they have that little argument. Um, and then this is where this is the tight squeeze. And Benji is like stuck and panicking. Um, they're like, tr- they're trying to go through this. Like there's literally like this little much of a Rocks. crevice. Through I can't move. I'm freaking out. Okay, I can't. It's like, well. <laughs> Can you move back a little bit? <laughs> I can't. I can't. Yes, you can. You no, gotta, I fucking can't. You gotta breathe. Breathe with me. <laughs> I mean, she is helping because yeah. it's like you, you, you can't panic in this in this okay. scenario. And all of a sudden, it starts caving in too. And then there's like a weird like cult lady singing in the background. Was it the? It's that group. Yeah, it's the yeah, group. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, "Oh my god, are they singing still? Shut the fuck up." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're like honestly like because we didn't see them behind him. Maybe they were just like. Oh, they were all standing behind him, like waiting for a sacrifice or something like that. That's pretty creepy. As above, so below, part two. I like that. Part two. Um, So then, uh, (laughs) yeah, so that was a pretty tense um, situation. Everyone gets out unscathed, though. Yeah, they're pretty good. But now they are on the other side, trapped. And then they realize that they were in a, they've gone in a circle. They're really confused. And they like kicked, they're like, what the hell? Like, we were just here. And then they just like smash the rocks. They just kick it down. And it's like really an, an intense. There's scene. this opening that, yeah, that they wanted to go down originally, but then they said no. And then it was uh, boarded up, well, stoned up. And then they're like, well, where else are we going to go? <laughs> 
Let's and then they, out. Yeah. And then they start to become like suspicious of Papillon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we did meet him in a nightclub. Yeah. And the guy who told us to talk to him disappeared. <laughs> they didn't say this, but they're probably thinking it, or at least we are. Um, and then we see, remember, we see his name on the wall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was, uh, he, I guess he puts a logo everywhere that he uh, sprays, or everywhere everywhere that he sprays. <laughs> he's everywhere a skunk. That he's been. <laughs> he puts uh, like a P, I guess. That's my, I mark my territory. Um, uh-huh. And then. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, I mean, this, this movie's so odd. And then all of a sudden you hear a telephone ring, like a 1950s telephone. And you're like, hmm, okay, interesting. interesting. And then they, like, start going towards the phone, and then, you know, because there's a phone ringing. Um, and then they see a piano, and George realizes, he's like, wait a minute. This is the piano I had in my living room. Huh, funny. I think the B-flat didn't, uh, or whatever he says, didn't have the note. Bing, bing, dang. Dang. He turns around and goes, what's, what's going, going on here? <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Help. So we realize that it's it's his piano from when he was a little kid, and there's one note that was like a... like, a, like a, uh, it, was, it was broken, I think. Yeah, just oh, didn't, the string was... Didn't make the sound. Was on, was loose huh, that's funny. Yeah, and this one note. Ding, ding. Dang. What's going on? What here? the hell's going on here? <laughs> you want to explain this? You want to explain... Also, pick up that here? damn phone. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, so that certain key doesn't work. Things start to get creepy and you're like, okay, so how is there a piano from his childhood down here? Yeah. Like there's some supernatural shit going on here. Um, but it's funny cause the cult is real or we assume yeah. it's real. Uh, well, they all see it. So you're like, that's creepy in itself, but now there are supernatural things that are creepy. Yeah. Um, the piano <laughs> and how the hell is there a phone down here? Right. So then, um, Scarlet runs the phone and then she picks it up. And then what do we hear? We just hear we like, hear her dad. Oh yeah, He's, we don't know her. it's her dad, but later on, we in the movie she says uh, that was my dad on the phone and blah 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 blah. Yeah, he called me and I didn't miss the phone or I missed the call or something like that. And I wrote down, "Why won't you talk to me?" Is what you hear the voice say. It's a oh, creepy yeah, voice yeah, 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 on the yeah. phone. Um, so we see our two main characters, Scarlett and um, God, and George. So, something that's, in that's the dark, so dark. Oh, you really think about it? Oh Jesus yeah. Christ. If you dive into it, it's. Is really creepy. Like he he called her right before he killed himself, and she didn't answer. God, yeah, I, that'll weigh on you. No, what, I don't what, think she did it on purpose. No, I don't think so either. But maybe she was like out or whatever. I'll call him later. Yeah. Oof. Um, I don't know. Maybe if you don't, your dad's mentally unstable, make him pick up the phone. But yeah, you can't literally. you can't judge somebody for that. Or maybe like the whole time he was just like so like needy or something. And after a while, I mean, it does get taxing on someone else, you know. Yeah. Uh, so maybe that time she was like. Oh, I can't do it today. And then next day, boop, done. And now he's in the Iranian cave. <laughs> now he's in an Iranian cave. Um, <laughs> so then, yeah, we see the two main characters, something in their past appears at the same time. And I think George says something about his brother, too, with the piano. Mm. So it's like two really personal moments for them. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because it kind of, it pretty much happens in the middle of the catacombs um, where you're just like, the only way to go is forward. Yeah. Um, and that's probably. The symbol or like significance of life is just move forward, don't look back. Yeah, you can't be looking at the past. Yeah, you, you can if you forward. just to learn from it. Yeah, I think is a good. Well, a you, good thing. you look at it and then you like it. Say that again, you're dead. <laughs> oh, my you back. Look, you look at it, you acknowledge it, you realize it's made you who you are, and then you keep going. And then after that, but you don't dwell on it. You don't keep saying like you know, oh, woe is me. Yeah, there's no point in just Which sitting. Which all in. of them have been doing up until right. that point, sitting there like sulking and not or at least moving forward. Infer. 
that they're do- that they've been doing that. Very and that's true. Why the catacombs have called them there, and that's why that lady. You guys coming yet? <laughs> um, Imagine they picked up the phone and they were like, "Hello, I'm looking for Jeff." Is there Jeff down there? <laughs> he usually runs off of the catacombs uh, <laughs> at this time of the month. Um, so then uh, all of a sudden they see a man come out of the corner. You're like, okay. So uh, there's uh, there's other people down here besides a um, cult. So we see the man. He's like uh, – he comes out from the corner and then we realize it's the guy that they thought was dead for a couple of years that they left down there. They and he's got like these weird like goggles, goggles that you put on if you're doing like welding yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's like six foot five, probably. He's so tall. He's really he tall. Like he's skinny. Or, or Frankenstein. They call him La Trap. I feel like he could have La Trap. Yeah, that's what I wrote down. Or, hmm. or I think it meant like rat or something, or like hmm. La Trap. Anyway, so he's got a weird name, and um, La Rat, <laughs> the Rat. And then, uh, the so then the man's like, you got to go this way. So they're like, all right, we're gonna follow him. You want to know the way out? Come this way. Come on, guys. I used to play for the uh, you didn't even look the 1956 Bulls. That's why I saw it. <laughs> Is that you? Well, since I thought you were dead. I thought you were dead. Nah. You didn't even look for me. <laughs> you didn't look for me. What's wrong with you? You didn't look for me. Well, you didn't look sound for like me. a guy from Curse the Cowardly Dog or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who. I know exactly who Maybe the mean. guy outside. Ooh, the scarecrow kind of guy. Return the slab. The slab? The slab. The sl- Return the slab of meat. <sighs> Talking to the cartoon expert over here. I got a damn cartoon on my arm. <laughs> so they, far- they fart. <laughs> they start following. <laughs> they start following. They, fart, they, fart. they start following this guy. The and trap. The, the trap. <laughs> <laughs> and they realize that. He sounds like a rapper's name. <laughs> Yo, do you know the trap's new track? The trap. You lift me down here. <laughs> You didn't even look for me. But that tone just shows to to you that, like, um, just shows you that, be, like, he's got, like, no soul, you know, if he's really a person, because imagine being down there and, like, all these questions start coming up to your head. So, they're like, okay, so this guy's been down here for three years. How is he eating? Is he yeah. uh, sane? Obviously not. And you're just like, what the hell's going on? And they're like, hey, sorry about that, bud. Hey, thought you were dead. Sorry we left you. But, yeah. uh, you're back now. So you're thinking to yourself, you're like, well, Papillon sucks because yeah. he left somebody down there, yeah. which is crazy. I mean, we don't know the circumstances, but yeah, that's uh, that's pretty shitty. So that everybody that... starts following him. I don't mean to jump ahead, but was that his uh, thingy that he had to face? Oh, well, maybe. Yeah, but he doesn't. He, he doesn't. It's his demise isn't. Yeah, he doesn't that. live. Unless maybe it was the, the girl's fault because her demise. Whatever his friend, that's his. That's the girl. Yeah, because remember, <laughs> Papillon dies by the car with his brother, yeah, okay. so it's not his. Okay, okay. Yeah, because he kills her. Yeah. Um, so maybe she, the Sophie girl or Sosie. It maybe it's her idea to be like, ah, fuck, leave him. Yeah. So I guess she sucks. Leave him. Leave He's him. bad in bed anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they start following this guy, and uh, he's like, the only way out is down. And we see like this w- large well that's going further down. And um, if that if I was there and that guy said that to me, I'd be like, "Yeah, this guy's nuts." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you heard him talk? You see the goggles on his head? Yeah. We're gonna go down. That Why makes does sense. He need goggles. That makes sense. Oh, hey, maybe, what are you welding down here, buddy? Huh? Maybe he has the yeah. What are you welding? <laughs> or he has goggles to see underwater in there. Maybe <laughs> those don't look like <laughs> goggles in the pool. Walmart goggles. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. So. 
she begins Scarlet begins to like talk the like really technical terms about like why to go down um and she's just always convincing everybody to just like continue moving forward like no matter the circumstances she's it's it's so funny how it's like somebody's just so determined like it doesn't matter and i keep going back to the national treasure it's just they just they just continue to go no matter what it is mm-hmm. i mean when they go down into they literally go down into the 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 church in the end of national treasure mm. that's how they find the treasure they just keep going and i haven't seen that movie in so long everybody's like i ain't going nick cage like well, i'm going I have, an, I have a damn Oscar. Where's your Oscar? Also, I need to get paid for this role. Yeah. I'm going to go down there. Oh, I'm going to jail. <laughs> Did you not hear Harvey Keitel? He's in that movie, too. I signed a damn contract. Um. So then uh, they all begin to go down like, like, like firefighters. Jason. Baby, are you down, 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 down? They go down on a rope. Oh. And, uh, of course, Benji slips down the rope. So he's <laughs> over, too. And oh, he's um, the worst. he is the worst. My hands! My hands! <laughs> he's such a baby. Oh my god! Um, what a loser! He's getting uh, yeah, he's getting fucked up. Scarlet seems to remain calm like a majority of the time, and he just <laughs> <laughs> you just hear it too. And um, <laughs> that was exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, was that Benji? Will you keep up? <laughs> Jesus! Um, as they walk, George slips into uh. He slips into, like, water up to his knees on the ground, and then, like, all of a sudden, like, the sound becomes muffled and disordered. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Before that... Wait. All of a sudden, some weird shit goes down. A little boy appeared out of nowhere. Is it the boy underneath the water? Yeah, but what about the girl when Benji's on the side? Maybe I wrote about that. Oh, actually... Oh, yeah, yeah. Before Benji uh, goes down... Because he's the one filming. But yeah. before he goes down, he's the last one to go down. And before he goes down on the rope. Wait, is that when he dies? Does Benji die? No. No, I think, because I remember him going, oh, my hands. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so go ahead. Before he, like, goes down, there's, like, a woman walking around behind him. And, like, yeah. and he just keeps going, hello? That was a cool part. That Anyone here? Part. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hate it here. Um, and I was gonna assume that it was the lady from the club, but it's not. It's just another w- random. Yeah, woman. I don't know where these people are coming she from. Looks, she she actually looks like um the witch that's in the witch uh that that uh drinks from the udders or whatever. My hair and, about to be crazy. <laughs> what are you a fucking owl? Shut um, up. and uh, I guess maybe she pushes him. Yeah, that's who we get. Rosh Hashanah. Hello? Anyone there? Huh? I'm here. Game! (laughs) (laughs) My hands! My leg. My leg. Um, And then, yeah, so that happens. And then George slips in the water. The sound becomes muffled. All of a sudden, (laughs) some weird shit goes down. And there's a little boy that appears out of nowhere. Boy. And then they they question... Papillon question. <laughs> they questioned Papillon <laughs> about why they're following that man. And, and, and then Papillon, <laughs> Papillon goes, he's changed. And you go, that's yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, he's you big, think? He's this, we're following this welder <laughs> in the middle of the catacombs who's 6'10. Um, and it's like, it's interesting how they, uh, at this point, I'm like, it's really interesting how they film this. Because you're like, this is pretty good. Yeah, I was thinking that the whole time. Like, that. I, I don't know. They must have been like some crazy set or something. Uh, yeah, it's it, I don't know. Because like if you ever watch behind the scenes of Titanic, they're all like in this huge pool mm. of just water. 
Um, that's probably <laughs> cold, and they have to pretend like it's cold. So maybe, I don't know, they're like this little alcove of water. Maybe, though, they spent their whole budget on the set, and then that's why they made it a first-person film, so that they could save money on the camera. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it, right? Because, like... Yeah, probably not. Because the, the, whole, point, what? <laughs> the, the whole point of the movie is to... The, it's the point of view of somebody with a like a camcorder. Yeah, but I was, but maybe like like that wasn't the original plan, and then all of a sudden they were like, "Well, how are we going to save money?" You think they're French? Maybe they are. They they, they might be. Maybe how they are. How are we are. going to save money? Uh, I don't know. They, maybe maybe we just get a camcorder. I doubt it. Oh, uh-huh. okay. And then we get a Royale with cheese. Oh, you tell me Hollywood at the the last thing they get is the camera after. Well, because it's just like a, it's just like a horror movie because it's it, it didn't seem like a high budget movie. Right. It's not like they got Nicolas Cage as a vampire. True. I don't know. I don't think so. that's what, what I'm, I'm calling. I'm calling that they. You're telling spent me spent all their money on the set, and then they were like, "You know what? Why don't we make this a found footage?" And they're like, "Oh!" And they're like, "Yo, bro, that's it. This guy's getting a raise." That's what they said. Fifty dollars. Like the Taco hour. Bell guy, the Doritos Locos tacos. Did you see they have Takis tacos now? <laughs> Not at Taco Bell though. Oh, in in uh, Stop Saudi Arabia. Oh, <laughs> and Iran. Um, with oh, Ari- I with thought Ariel's you meant dad. that. They What's didn't have enough money Scarlet. to spend on the camera. <laughs> no, no, That's no, why no. I'm like, are you fucking no, kidding me? I, th- I think like they legit were like, like you know, setting it up, and they were like, oh, like, like damn, our budget's like kind of you know this and that. How can we make this a cool, scary movie but still save? So oh, let's that's spend where they our got money that idea. On, let's save our money on the set. Let's put all our money on the set so it looks dope, and then we get just fucking head cameras and and first person point of view cameras. No. Yes. I think they had the idea that what was the was guy's fa- name? Wildco? What? The director or whatever. Wildco? <laughs> Dude, Dwiddler? Ariel? What's the girl's name? Giselle? Scarlet. Scarlet. <laughs> Stop with it. Um, the director is John Eric Dowdle. Dowdle. Dowdle, if you watch this, let me know if I'm right. Hey, Brendan. We get an email. Hey, Waysauce fam. How are you doing? Just wanted to get, uh, clear up some things. Uh, basically, yes, that is correct. We did want to save money, so we got a handheld camcorder. Uh, toodles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then they find drawings on the walls, um, and then it's like a riddle, and that they have to follow exactly, or the ceiling will collapse and kill you. That's what Scarlet says. So we have to follow this riddle, or the ceiling will collapse and kill us. And they oh, go, yeah. oh, okay. Pull the rock out. Yeah, and they go, oh, okay. Cool, and Scarlet. the man with the rock. It's um, so they're talking it out, which seems to be a theme where they just like they're like before they go do something they're like ah, da, 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 and they talk it out. Um, and then we see George and Scarlett's like intelligence in this scene. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty smart. They are smart. Yeah, they're dumb for going this far, but they're smart. They in, are very in, smart and like figuring things out. They're a good team together for sure. Yeah, because they're just like. Well, if the sun lands in the east and then sets in the west, but then it goes six thousand miles per hour, then it'll then we could pull this rock. And then the polar bears drink the Slurpees on on the Fourth of July, which means aliens. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Pull right. this rock. Pull, <laughs> pull it. Um, after they mess with the rocks, after figuring it out, a rock moves out of place and opens up, and it's the first time someone's been down there in five hundred years. Do you remember that? Yeah, but wasn't even longer. No, they said five hundred. Really? Yeah. Either way, it's a long time. I ain't a long time. <laughs> That's how old I am. I traveled back there yesterday. 
That's just one day. Um, so then they see this this man lying on a rock, and he's got like a red cross on his cloak, and he's got a beard, and you like immediately can tell, like, okay, this guy looks like he's from uh, medieval times. Yeah, medieval yeah. times, like you see in a book in in, in class or something. And um, imagine you did find that that would be unreal. Looks like a guy from like the old like old Scottish army. And he's so perfectly preserved, too. Yeah. His skin's not rotted or anything. But he's been there for 700 years. Maybe that's the way to uh, preserve bodies. Put him in the catacombs. Sam's figured it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't know he was a doctor. I wrote down, do they say why that guy's just there? Probably had to do with like some war or something. But one guy. All right, we need to put Fred <laughs> down really far into the catacombs yeah, to preserve his body. He's a beautiful know. man. Maybe it was just part of the... Ritual thing to find the philosopher's stone. I don't know. This is again with the like random things in the movie just to make it creepy. Yeah, I think maybe it, I don't. Maybe it's just to the significance of like each time period has to that lines up with the philosopher's stone somehow. Because then the oh, the further they go, the older it gets. Maybe, maybe. yeah. Because mm. like the philosopher's stone doesn't have to do with Egyptian stuff. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Because eventually you start seeing like like sphinx and like like hieroglyphics. Sphinx. <laughs> Sphinx and hieroglyphics. Sphinx and hieroglyphics, fam. <laughs> Don't you remember? Sphinx and hieroglyphics. <laughs> Is that any, anything else to add? No, just Sphinx and hieroglyphics. So Scarlet tells them to turn tells them to turn their lights off. Or do they have lights? For so, yeah, for some reason, all their all, all their lights go off, or she she tells them to turn their lights oh, off. She, looks, she goes underwater. She sees the water, and there's like glowing, <laughs> glowing stuff coming from the water. She's like, turn, turn it off, turn that fucking light off, <laughs> turn it all off, turn it off now. Scariest shit would have been if that body just disappeared <laughs> when or they turned off the lights. You know when the Undertaker comes up? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, the Undertaker! He's oh. not dead. <gasps> um. She then goes underwater as the others are dream are dreaming at her, screaming at her. Oh, don't go, so she, don't go, don't go. And then on the other side, bunch of gold, treasure, nice treasure. There's a fire down there somehow. Treasure. Do they say how the fire is like working, or it's like an, it's an eternal flame; it never goes off? I think the philosopher's stone has something to do with it, or something. Do you know that at JFK's tomb? The, oh, <laughs> can't mention death. Stone? This guy cracks up. Um, there's an eternal flame. I, I don't think know I how know that, that works. There's also one by the uh, un- tomb of the unknown soldier in France. What the fuck is that? <laughs> it's the tomb of the unknown soldier. You He's making unknown. that up? He's unknown. Who is he? They don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know to this day. Um, so then George goes down to save her. I gotta go down there. I gotta get her. Because <laughs> I love her. Yeah, love her to death. But I hate her. <laughs> um, and then he he gets in there, and he sees her looking he at the treasure, and she's crying. She's relieved, and then everybody goes down. Yeah! Papillon's like, we are, we are rich. What's interesting is that, like, so he sees, they see Scarlett go down, and they see George go down. Were they like, might as well? Or yeah. they were... I they didn't know that there was a treasure on the other side. Because they can't go back. They might as well yeah, just keep going. There's no, no, other, no other way to no, go. Nothing, nowhere else to go. Nowhere. As above, so below. Um, so they all go down. Hooray! Hooray! We found the treasure. The treasure. That's right, Papillon. You did it. But where is the Philosopher's Stone? Yeah. <laughs> we see this treasure, but where is it? I wonder if... Wait, so like... 
Oh, so then Scarlet yells at them, and she's like, "That's a trap!" Yeah, because she starts reading like the hieroglyphics or whatever that's on the wall, and then she can read that or something, and then she's like, uh, "Like, oh, the uh, the gold is just to uh, distract you from the actual treasure, which, which is I think a is a stone up here, which looks like a dull rock, but then you take it down and it heals everybody." <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, which is crazy, and then uh, the wall starts to collapse and people get hurt, um, and then. Brendan tell us tells us why Scarlet yelled, "It's a trap!" Plain sight. I I think in the hieroglyphics it says something about in plain sight or hidden in plain sight or something. Right. So like the philosopher's stone is right there. Yeah. But the distraction is the gold. Um, so sh- does she figure out like? So this she, ain't it. So she figures out that the gold is just a distraction because they try, well, as soon as they pull on the cage to go get it, she's like, "No, it's a trap!" Right. And then they pull on it. Poof, because wh- whoever made you know that tomb or whatever probably didn't want anyone to find the philosopher's stone, right? Which so, is a great part in the movie, just because it like I don't know, maybe it like symbolizes greed, yeah, exactly. or something like that. Yeah, um, whereas just, just up until this point, you're just like you're. I feel like you're you're out of breath, like following these people and all this stuff. You're like, what the hell is going on? And then yeah. you fall, like it, the the movie kind of like calms down because you're like, oh, the treasure. What? It's like bass going on everywhere. Well, they get fucking in the other room. Yeah, but it was coming from that way. Well, that's yeah. a ghost. We just know that you at this go point. Here. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it's just like a cool part where you kind of think about, like, you relate it to life or something like that, where you just immediately go after the treasure, and you're like, wait a minute, it's a trap. Yeah. Like, don't don't immediately go after um, the jewels. It's, and a, good, the, and the... it's a good metaphor for uh, our time period, too, because, uh, you know, going with, like, social media, people will, like, portray that they're, like, this the gold mm. right where it's like all amazing and stuff but meanwhile the actual treasure is over here to the left you know at, you know symbolizing people like posting that their lives are perfect and things mm-hmm. like that and then but meanwhile like the ultimate goal is actually over here you know right. happiness and eternal life a good family <laughs> yeah know, a good family good and family and things like that you know so right um even though it's dull it's the most powerful thing in there and instead papillon and them just are like we need that <laughs> there's a george harrison documentary um you know that is right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the title is "Living in the Material World" mm-hmm. because George Harrison was so not, and this is nineteen sixty something. You know, so like they didn't even have much material. Yeah. But still, he was like so against it because he went to India with the Maharishi and and he went to Rishikesh and um, he was just so spiritual. And but he's a Beatle and he's like the biggest fame in the world. And yeah. He didn't like that, so it's just I don't know. Remind me. This just the title is it. It's actually directed by Scorsese. It's a really good documentary, Living in the Material World. So it's just, you know. Well, that's like. Uh, well, that Scarlet doesn't. She doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. She doesn't care about the materials. Um, she is like, you know, we, we she is selfish in a way. So, I mean, and she is kind of young, too. You think she's yeah. like in her 20s or early 30s or something. So she has a lot of learning to do. And this is definitely a, a big learning lesson. <laughs> oh, yeah. You want to learn a lesson? Go to the catacombs. <laughs> um, and then. But she's just like. Immediately when she's there, she like. She sees the treasure. She's like, yeah, it's great. The Philosopher's Stone? That's a trap! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's like, well, that's like Nirvana, too. Like, they never really wanted to be famous. And then no. Kirk, well, they, they're compared a lot to the Beatles. Yeah. Cause, just their fame. Yeah, because they were just, they just li- did love the music. And then Kurt was like, I can't handle this. Do you know that, I think it was Dave Grove who said in an interview, he was like, we would do one take, and Kurt would be like, that's it. I don't want to do it anymore. Mm. We're going to do it how, we, like, we're going to put it out how we played it, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, but, uh, yeah, Kurt... Well, there's also that interview with Kurt's mom where she says the second she played yeah. it smells, smells Like, like Teen Spirit, she's like, well, that's not good. Because <laughs> they were like, and I think even a stepdad was like, who didn't even want to like listen to it or something like that. He's like, no, this is really good. Yeah, this, And she was just like, this is not good. 
she was like, it's good because the song is so good, but yeah. she knew that you guys, I don't know if he can handle this because yeah. it's, it's so good that it's going to be. She probably knew deep down. That that's a mother right there, though. Oh, yeah. Just knowing that she's probably. But she didn't say to him, uh, uh, I don't know. I feel like that's another discussion because she could have said to him, don't do it. But you got to let your son. Oh, yeah. Learn. Yeah. Live and learn. Sometimes some mothers would be like, "No, nope, you can't do it." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so uh, let's see. So then, what's her Susie or Suxi? Suxi, yeah, something like that Suxi, is her yeah. name. She's bloody as hell. Oh. Um, and the stone heals her. So yeah. like, Scarlet takes the stone and, and like she touches her pinned. body. She gets pinned under the rock. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so she's she's bloody as hell, and the stone heals her really quickly. It's basically like magic. Um, so again, just like all the supernatural <laughs> shit happening in there. Beyond. How did you do that? Yeah, I want this stone. Let me see that. That's because you guys were going after the gold. I went for the real treasure. Yeah, get out of here. Damn. Now I got God powers. <laughs> <laughs> you fear me? Yeah, you fear God. Um, so then Scarlet finds the symbol that is the title of the movie. So as I believe the world to be, so it is. Oh, yeah. Which is, I don't know why. I like, I love the title of the movie, As Above, So Below. That's, I don't know. It's just, that saying. Is it's saying. just so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a ghost main title. Um, what is he? I, he probably saw the movie. Or it's just like, I think a saying, as above, so look out below. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, that's a ghost that's main cool. song. Um, it's funny, though. Back, way back, um, the I was looking this up. Um, as above, so below was taken very literal. So back, you know, hundreds of years, they thought that whatever was happening in heaven was going to happen on earth. So that's why they said, as above, so below. Hmm. So, for example, if the crops were not doing well, that must mean that the gods are angry. So it was as above, so below. But now I believe these days we interpret it as, um, you know, um, as your like mind or whatever, you know, chakras or whatever the heck you want to talk your about. Your mind is the top. Yeah. And then you like kind of, um, you know, see the world for how it is and, and kind of make it that way. But it, it's funny. It was taken more literal like way back. Right. <laughs> and maybe that's when they wrote it was back then. Yeah, well, yeah. you could compare it to the witch. The dad and the witch is like. Oh, this is happening because God or whatever. Yeah, and you're just like, yeah, well, exactly. maybe not. Yeah, where he's, it's you can control a lot of these things. You're you're just interpreting. He's one way and nothing else. And he's putting out the worst kind of energy, know, uh, energy, which is then giving his his life, which is terrible. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, as above, so below. Yeah, which will happen to your life. It's really cool. Um, it is a good thing. So whatever was built above is also below, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, in this scenario, in the movie. Um, so then Scarlet finds a way out through the bottom, which, like, doesn't make any sense. It's pretty hard to follow. Yeah. Um, she, like, what, she steps on the floor or something? or like Yeah. And then all the water, like, goes into. And you're like, okay. And then they're like, well, it looks like we're going down another deep hole. At this point in the movie, you're just like, yeah, sure. That's weird. Can't go the other way. <laughs> well, just any weird stuff is like, so you had a phone ringing, you had the piano, mm-hmm. you had the little boy in the water, yeah. um, you got the cult in the beginning. It's just a lot of weird stuff, and it's it's supernatural. Well, you also, like, there are parts where you don't know if it's real or not. Like, probably not, but maybe there was a piano down there. Mm-hmm. I doubt it, but it's also, it also has the same key as this. So a lot of it is symbolizing what is with our characters. Mm-hmm. I wonder if, like... Other people that have gone down there see different stuff. Yeah, I'm probably. Sure. Oh, yeah, I'm sure because like if you made a second movie, yeah, and it was like six other characters, and yeah. then it's just they you would know. see different things because whatever they have stored in their mind from traumatic experiences is different from or the characters we're following here. 
you know, and then that's why they got to move down uh, because what they're thinking in their mind, they have to deal with when they get into this next level as above, so below. They yeah. go to the below part, which is like basically like hell or uh, or um, what's before hell or before purgatory. Heaven? Purgatory. It's almost yeah. like a like a trial. Like, can you deal with? what you've experienced in the past or like new game show. Can you deal with your trauma <laughs> as above? So below our location, so... <laughs> the catacombs, the catacombs, you know, what would be the ultimate therapy instead of talking it out, go to the catacombs, <laughs> figure out your trauma. You come out. All right. So, uh, I knew what, uh, was holding me back. All right. I'm good now. <laughs> I'm sure that's like, I mean, if there was a perfect way of doing it in the most traumatic way, if there's a heaven, there's, that's gotta be purgatory. I mean, the, you probably go up and it's like, okay, so, uh, Listen, we'll let you in, but like you gotta first deal with these. You didn't kill things. anybody. You didn't rob a bank. You were pretty good, but you're right. Um, you know, you did a couple of these things. So uh, we're gonna send you back to that, and we're gonna make you feel whatever you felt, but times ten, mm-hmm. and you're gonna deal with it. All right, Peter, and go. go. Bing, bing. That honestly, I like it's 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 an interesting way to think about it. Um, yeah, that's the ultimate therapy is go to the catacombs. Well, it's because like you don't. You might not really know what's like your trauma or holding you back, like in in smile. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like in her subconscious, she knew that it was. I mean, it's the whole movie is you. You're pushing away yeah. trauma. Like maybe, um, like George, it wasn't really at the forefront of his mind. Yeah, which was there. Like we might not know. I don't know if if like if we were to go down there. Yeah, there could be something to be like, oh shit, it's this. Yeah. Oh you know? yeah, big time. Because um, you it's, know, life happens. You forget about like something major that happened to you years ago. Oh, yeah. You know, maybe you remember it here and there, but you're not really, like, totally... Day-to-day thinking about it. every day, like, working on it, you know, because, you know, life takes over. Um, I feel like maybe that's why it's called the Philosopher's Stone, because this is a lot... Well, not... mm, Well, there's a lot of psychology aspect to it. Like, if you're a psychologist, you watch this movie, you probably, like, uncover a lot. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of horror movies in general. I mean, we talk about a lot of psychology in this with just, like, trauma and, and therapy in the brain and moving forward and, you know, not holding on to things in the yeah, past. Yeah, yeah. A lot of psychology to this. Because um, the the past comes to haunt you. That sounds like me in my head all day. <laughs> I have a couple of uh, ghostly experiences. I think I've debunked them all, but, like, you never know. Uh, one is I have a picture when I went on a ghost tour in San Diego in one of the top ten most haunted houses in uh, America. Were you telling me this Thursday night? Maybe. Molly? Maybe, maybe. I have, a, I, think you were. I have a picture of a of a there's a girl a little girl that died and uh, in the backyard she came. Gee, where is the picture on your camera? It's like a legit picture. Like oh, you gotta show me this. Out. It's a, it's back at uh, in Farm Stratford Stratford Green Mom's house. Uh, uh, but it was they told us a story about this little girl who was running down a hill and then the clothing clothing line got caught around her neck and then she choked to death. And then I took a picture just randomly outside and then there's if, there's like this shadow that you take your finger and it. Literally looks like a little girl like this tall, uh, with like a, and the shadow goes out like this, so it looks like a dress kind of, and you could see like a head and stuff. I swear to God. Jeez. Oh, I believe you. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, there's a couple other ghostly encounters, but that's like the most, the one where I remember I was like, "Yo, mom, look at this. This is crazy." <laughs> How do you explain this one? Um, so then they find a sign that George 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 translates to abandon all hope ye who enter which is a sign before you enter the gates of hell nice um you, Brendan you said i wonder if these are real quotes in scripture quotes. very fascinating i th- i feel like they're it could be 
Also, what I was thinking too is, what does it say above um, the gates of uh, Auschwitz? Auschwitz. What does that say? Um, ich, ich, like, yeah, yeah. No, literally. No. Yeah. 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 My but, search history, Auschwitz sign. Uh Arbit Mach Fi uh which means work sets you free. Ugh. Ooh. Was that it? Or work makes makes oh, okay. one free. The slogan appearing on the entrance of Auschwitz and other Nazi ca- concentration camps. Hmm. Work sets you free. Oof. That's well, dark. It, that, okay, that one was over Auschwitz? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um so then they find the same symbols, but they're upside down. So Scarlet is constantly thinking and never loses hope. Um, she's just like the, the symbol they saw are up. They're upside down. Yeah. Okay. Um, the triangle. Thing. But she's just like constantly like, well, maybe this means this, um, because like, and she's just the one that's just like, I don't know if she's like like freaking out inside. I mean, they probably all are. They're probably all scared and sweating and you know having like constant panic attacks but she's just like okay this is how she's like a problem solver which is she has a lot of good good qualities about her yeah. um at this point there seems to be no way out i mean the walls have no openings um and then they all go into the water and then we hear like these weird sounds and then they make it out of the water after oh it. yeah it seemed like it almost took like longer to get out of the yeah water it, or something which was I, don't, it, it, I mean if you're somebody who's like um claustrophobic or afraid of I don't know, being that in the water again, or drowning. That's the same way I felt when uh, Benji gets stuck in the thing. I was like, all right, get out of the water. Yeah, get out. Right, enough. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're done here. Don't drown. Um, Come on, hurry up. And then we see uh, the old dead man on the bench, but he's wearing different clothing. Not bench, on the, like the, what would you call that? Like a, something like this, just like a flat, oh, uh, long table. The trap? The, the Scottish guy. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. But so we now, see but now him, but he's a skeleton, wearing, though, right? Well, he's de- wearing different clothes. Yeah, and so he's, and he's more deteriorated. I'm pretty right. Sure. Yeah, he's like way older. It's like the um, it's like if you left him out, um, <laughs> you left him out in the sun. <laughs> you leave Frank out there. <laughs> uh, um, you left him out of the fridge. So he looks more older, <laughs> and he's wearing different clothes. But what, what would you call like a long thing like that? But he's tall, mm-hmm. the guy. Like a I don't know, like where you dissect things on a. Uh, just like a long table yeah. or something like that. Oh, I feel like, like a like a slab or uh, it almost looks like a like where they would sacrifice people or on like a or where they would do like um I don't know, it's like a like a surgical table yeah. or something like that. Anyway, but it's, but it's just stone. Yeah, and then um then we see the creepy friend uh of the others slumped, slumped in the corner, not looking up or speaking. Yeah, that part's creepy. It's fucking weird. It was weird. Because um, now he seems like, before they were like, he's changed. Now yeah. he's really changed. Oh, he's changed. <laughs> and he's just like not moving. And then like, I feel like he's like twitching kind of or something too. They start like yelling at, or they start being like, what's up? Le trap? What's going on? You in there? Yeah, I'm here. So then all of a sudden, Suxi absolutely gets demolished by La Trap. Literally like Bill Skarsgård. I was thinking the same thing. Just absolutely murdered. Um, and La Trap, uh, he vanishes, and everybody's just crying and freaking out. Yeah. So this is a pretty violent, gruesome part of the movie. Uh, of course, your boy Sam, turn the other way. It is pretty aggressive, for sure. Because all of a sudden, and I've, I've seen this movie like two or three times, and all of a sudden, you just like, you could tell like something's going to happen. Um, so if you're going to watch this movie and that's the part, Maybe you look away, or you're like Brendan. Yeah, yeah get her. Yeah, give it to me. Yeah. Slaughter her. Do it. Yeah, uh, she gets absolutely killed into pieces. Of course, Pepion is like, use this philosopher's stone. But it don't work. 
She did. Um, because they inhale now. They're in the opposite. Yeah, that's that's why that, that stone doesn't work. doesn't work. Well, well, well. Now is their judgment, so they have to go through what what their trauma is. But um, why do some of them die? Um, they still kept pushing it down. Maybe they just still didn't want to deal with it. Whereas the other characters were kind of dealing with it, because George mentions his brother. George a bit. George does mention it, and he keeps seeing, and he sees his brother eventually. Um, what's her name? Priscilla. What? What's her name? Scarlet. Scarlet. Jesus Christ. I'm so bad with names. Um, yeah, the last movie called Ephraim Ephraim. <laughs> um, <laughs> close enough. At least yeah. it's not Scarlet. What is it? Priscilla. Priscilla. Instead um, of Scarlet. Um, and she's like trying to do something about her dad, kind of. And she does acknowledge him throughout the movie, so it's not like he's we see her pushing in, it down. He's but, in there like, in Iran. But like Papillon and them seem to like not even give a fuck about uh, La Trap. And, uh, oh yeah, that's the guy we left here. And they also perhaps maybe got that other guy killed that was sitting on the rock that told them to go meet Papillon. Right. So we assume that that's her, Susie's, or that's her. Uh, that was her. She left him. Maybe there. yeah. She was. Or it was like, like her. It was her idea. Yeah. Fuck him. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. Let's just fucking. Go. He's a weirdo. Six five. Yeah. Goggle looking looking ass. Um. I mean, I don't know how how else she should have gone about like approaching him and being like hey i'm so sorry or something maybe he wouldn't have killed her um so scarlet says we got to keep moving which is like pretty quickly after her death well actually going back to the the philosopher stone when he's like use the philosopher stone maybe it doesn't work on dead people it doesn't reverse death because maybe. when she does it to what's his name she just like is benji dead at this point no he's still with them he's still with them I'm pretty sure. But when she uses it, it's just to heal something. Yeah. So maybe it's not – I mean, it's probably your theory where it's like it's in, they're in hell and this is their judgment. But um, – Because towards the end, she is able to use it because she goes back and she's like, whatever you put out into the – or however you think – however the however you think the world is, it shall be or whatever the saying is. However you see the world is how it's going to be. And then so uh, she does that and then all of a sudden it starts to work again. Even with just healing, right? Um, it's just interesting to me, like, like who, I guess, uh, God or whoever is like picking who lives and who dies in mm-hmm. this scenario based on how much they deal with their trauma. It's mm-hmm. just, it's interesting to me. Or even, even, um, I, or, well, it, well, we could say too that like Papillon's isn't really a trauma. It's perhaps just being selfish. Like they don't have trauma to deal with. They were just being selfish by well, so leaving. Scarlet, but no, but like their actual thing that they go into hell. Oh. Like, so, it's not a trauma. Oh, I know what you mean. That, yeah. like, that they left La Trap. Like, for La Trap, it's a trauma. <laughs> and, yeah. And they don't know how he felt when they left. They deliberately left him. Yeah. Scarlet didn't kill her dad. George didn't kill his brother. That's true, yeah. Right, yeah. so that's probably why. Where, where how does at, his brother die? He drowned. Uh, he drowned. Yeah. yeah. And he, and he, he, I think he want, went to go get help or something, and or says they something. Tr- so they tried, yeah. Um, but it just it haunts them still. Whereas, the last guy too, where it was like his his do- yeah. he never saw his daughter or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So okay, so I do get that. It's like they're kind of more pieces of shit. Yeah, uh, Papillon and and yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what Benji's was. How does he die? He's just bad at a cameraman. I don't remember. <laughs> It'll probably be in the notes. Um, but if we don't, we'll we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um. So Scarlet's like, let's keep moving forward, which is like really quickly after her death, um, which I get. They have to move forward, but it's not like there's like a time clock. We got ten more, ten more minutes. Yeah, well, you know, I guess though weird. they are kind of like, all right, can we get the fuck out of here? Yeah, they probably just want to get out of there. <laughs> um, but she's all about moving forward. Yeah, like 
she's like, all right, that sucked, but we got to move forward. Mm-hmm. Like, she's dead, which is like, it also symbolizes her like, she's more logical, less emotional. Yeah. Um, but she does start to get, she does start to cry and like get things. But like, even during that point, I'm like, damn, like, give it a sec. She just yeah, died. Yeah, like, yeah, this, yeah. Was, this was her friend. Yeah, that's true. Um, so then they realize how much deeper they're going and they're like going about a thousand feet down. Um, oh, okay. So we got this wrong. So do we see them? They got to go really far down. We see Benji on the rope and in the distance, a lady walks by. So this is when oh, that that's happens. when he sees Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So. He asks if something's there, like you said, like somebody there, somebody there. Oh, okay. And then we see a lady jump at him, and we assume that she throws him down. Yeah, and then that's he dies. Yes, he dies. Because um, that time, this he, is when Scarlet's really upset because this is her friend. Yeah, because that time she, he just splats. Yeah, instead of like, oh my hands. <laughs> right. Um. So this is like I feel like I immediately thought of Hereditary. Remember when um, uh. Annie cuts her head off with yeah. the rope, but we don't see it. We hear it. Yeah. This is another part of a horror movie where um, we can as- – maybe maybe it's similar to it where um, – this might not make sense, but uh, we assume that the lady pushed him down, but we didn't actually see it happen. Yeah. So it's a part like in Hereditary where your your mind is thinking like, oh, my God, like – like when we hear the sound of of her head falling, you're like, "Oh, that was her head falling," but we're also not totally sure. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. But it's not shown to us because if it was shown to us, it wouldn't be as scary. Yeah, because our our imagination gets to run wild. Exactly. Makes it honestly maybe even worse. That's what. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm. That's why it's they don't show it because it's more scarier. So maybe they're like, "Oh my god, that lady just pushed him," mm-hmm. or did she? Mm-hmm. But or he's just clumsy and fell because mm-hmm. that could also be a possibility too. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, Benji's dead, and Scarlet's really upset. This time, probably because it's her friend. She doesn't really know Susie, yeah, which yeah. is another thing where I'm thinking like she's a little more selfish. Um, so she isn't too keen on moving forward right away. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. this is back to like this is pretty much back to vaccines. So that was just a point that I that I thought was interesting. Um, so uh, as they move forward, George sees his other younger brother drowning. Um, so this point of the movie is just like yeah. you're literally going down and you're emotionally going down yeah. just where you're just like all hell is breaking throwing, loose, throwing everything at you. Like deal with it. Deal yep, with it. Go, deal with yep. it. <laughs> Here you go, audience. This is how most of the movies that we um, that we cover is just like the horror movies. There's just one point where it's just, you know, yeah. in hereditary and uh, in smile in in the lighthouse. You're just like all all hell breaks loose. And it. I, legit hell it is kind of like the human experience though too like like once you maybe um are able to acknowledge it like it does come at you full force whatever you're either whether it be trauma or like an actual ghost or whatever the heck it is but usually it's like a metaphor for something else like trauma um like once you acknowledge it it does come full force you know and that can be with like either just just uh in in the actual in not in a movie sense, but in the actual human experience, you know, you might get depressed, anxious, everything. You know, it just comes at you. Mm-hmm. It's coming at you, feeding it in a metaphoric way. It's more, you know, and in horror movies, it's like, all right, we're gonna throw ghosts at them, we're gonna throw this at them, we're gonna, you know, um, but it symbolizes other things. Yeah, which is like your anxieties, your depression, you know, everything coming at you once, and it's just like ah. But then once you deal with it, and if you're able to deal with it, it you come out the other side better, um, probably which is better, and. Uh, maybe healed you would almost rather that yeah like would you rather be shot or you know burned alive you know you're like whatever's quicker like Mm -hmm. throw this all at me once so i could just like i if i know it's gonna happen 
mm-hmm. you know, rather than have to deal with it in different time lapses or whatever yeah. it is. Um, so, like, if you lose somebody in your life, like, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Um, so, um, so then, like, George sees his brother drowning, and he's, like, he begins to flip out. But Gar- Scarlet screams at him to stop saying that. It's, she's like, it's not real. It's not, not real. real. And yeah. he's, like, going after her. He's like, I got to go after my brother. And um, where you're, as an audience member, you're like, no, idiot. He's obviously not there. But, of course, he sees his brother and he has to go. Even though he knows in his mind that his brother's already dead. Yeah. But all, you know, they're just, emotion takes over. They're in the catacombs. Like, of course, he's going to go <laughs> for in it. There for, who, who even knows how long now? This, this is another movie, like The Lighthouse. You you don't know what time, like, how yeah. the time is in the movie. Like, time is not a factor. They come out when it's dark, but they went in when it was daytime. Yeah, but so it could be the same day. It could, be, it could be a couple of days. You have no idea. Yeah, which is, like, even more frightening. And does time flip around when you go? Yeah, because the whole, <laughs> the whole thing is just, like, you know, it's weird. Maybe they went back in time. Who knows? <laughs> who, well, technically, they did when they saw the, I mean, you could think about it when they saw the the soldier or whatever the hell that was. Mm. I mean, he's seven hundred years old, yeah. but he's not really. He would be if you saw a body seven hundred years ago or seven hundred years old. It's a skeleton. Mm-hmm. You know, all the flesh yeah. is gone. Um, maybe preserves it down there. 